Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Mental Health Monday, and uh, excited uh, special guest for Mental Health Monday. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in just a moment. Thank you, Concordia University Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. So we have a special guest for Mental Health Monday today, Dr. John Eckridge, founder of Grace Place Wellness. Dr. Eckridge, thanks for being our guest today. Well, thanks. It's great to be with you, Andy and Sarah. So you have a a, a, a a long history as a physician um, and also then working with Grace Place, founding Grace Place Wellness to care for church workers as well. Uh, in terms of mental health, in your practice uh, throughout the years, did you see a correlation between physical activity and mental health? Well, absolutely. Uh, and just again, to reiterate the whole idea of the whole being, and and I really think it's important for us always to come back to the concept that our physical, uh, emotional, mental, and spiritual life are all so closely interrelated and interdependent on each other. So yes, as a part of the physical uh, internal medicine practice that I had, and even the gastroenterology practice, there was no question of the connection between uh, physical health and exercise and mental health. And it sometimes I think it's good to remember what physical uh, exercise does for us in terms of just from a physical standpoint and the lowering of blood pressure and, and the uh, increase of blood flow to the heart and the brain and the muscles, uh, decreasing cholesterol, which of course clogs up arteries and inflames arteries, lowering blood sugar, improving our weight, and helping our sleep. So just physically, all of those are so incredibly important uh, to the maintenance of our, our mental health as well. Hmm. So uh, expound a little bit more on this this big picture of the whole person and, and where physical activity fits into that. You, you shared uh, some aspects of that whole person. And I know um, that with Grace Place Wellness, it developed the, the I believe, the wellness wheel as well. Um, share with us uh, more about the the whole person and, and what makes up that whole person and where physical activity fits in that. Well, um, it, it's really always interesting to me even to look somewhat as a scientist, the fact that uh, God's creation, every part of it is in motion, is in movement. Even what we would consider inanimate objects are moving, vibrating at a very slow uh, speed or level, interacting, particles interacting. And so God has created both movement and rest as a part of our our, our natural existence as creation and particularly as human beings. So I think it's important to remember uh, the, the proper um, stewardship, really, of our physical being in terms of including uh, that movement and that regular exercise. Uh, so we know that uh, as human beings, uh, if we 
move properly, if we exercise, that it, it definitely improves our state of uh, well-being, our sense of well-being as a whole person. Uh, I think people that exercise regularly do so because it makes them feel well. It gives them a sense of well-being. They have more energy, both physical energy and I think emotional energy. Um, they sleep better at night, so they're able, uh, their, their mental state is able to kind of be rebalanced. Uh, and we know that happens with good rest and good sleep uh, that follows the exercise. We know our memories are sharper when we carry out exercise on a regular basis. And I think we just generally feel more relaxed and positive. So all of those are uh, cer certainly that, uh, that strong relationship between our physical being and our mental well-being as well. So we're talking a lot about physical activity. Uh, what what actually constitutes physical activity? Is it is it going out for for a five mile run, or is it uh, gardening, or what what actually uh, falls under that description of physical activity that that benefits the both physical and mental health? Well, I uh, I actually like the term movement, mm -hmm. <laughs> not just physical activity. And movement is something, again, just thinking about the very microcellular part of creation, but movement is, is uh, uh, really uh, central to a, a body and mind functioning well. So uh, movement, if it, it, you have to kind of determine what you're trying to accomplish with your movement. If you want a good a functioning body that where the muscles and joints and where the mentation and all of that uh, work properly and smoothly, then I think you can consider movement or exercise, something that gets the heart rate up a little bit, that gets the breathing up a little bit, uh, even, five, uh, even as little as five to 10 minutes, but probably best 15 to 30 minutes a day of good exercise helps that. Um, but building into uh, daily movement, uh, more common things like the way that choosing to walk as opposed to uh, jumping in the car or, or using a bicycle to go longer distances, using hand-powered uh, tools in our kitchen and as we're creating our meals, our food, uh, I think those are all sort of parts of movement that are important to think, uh, think about and to build into our daily activity. Um, the activities this time of year, particularly of gardening or doing yard work or those sorts of things, all of those, uh, those items that we wouldn't perhaps consider as uh, going to the gym uh, and working out on a machine or something like that, all of those things are critically important in terms of our uh, movement and physical activity. So uh, sort of expanding the idea of what, uh, what really constitutes activity. If you get into the idea of what, what gives us heart health or heart stamina or energy, uh, then I think we're looking at uh, either a vigorous exercise for 20 to 30 minutes where we get our heart rate up uh, substantially, 
uh, and where we're even at the point of a little bit of being short of breath or, uh, you know, able to still talk as we're walking, but, but maybe uh, having a little more difficulty with that so that we're getting that sort of vigorous exercise. I think uh, for 15, 20, even up to 30 minutes is considered good heart health or just simply walking for uh, about an hour, 50 to 60 minutes can accomplish the very same thing, uh, particularly if we have some physical limitations that uh, don't make it so easy for us to do the more vigorous exercises. I appreciate some of the things that you shared that that constitute physical activity or movement that are are valuable. Just uh, like like you said, using hand tools in the kitchen that's that's going to um, be some movement that we normally might pass up. Um, I I follow uh, biomechanist Katie Bowman, and while she doesn't necessarily share the same worldview, I think she she follows. Um, an evolution um, perspective, but uh, she believes that movement impacts us on a cellular level. So any movement really impacts the whole body, whether you're moving the arm or or the legs or or whatever you're doing, that it still has an impact on the body um, on a cellular level that that affects the whole body um, and, and and really then affects the whole person as well. She's a, a person who, um, for like her 40th birthday, decided to walk 40 miles, I think in a month, um, just to, to, to keep moving. I, I find it really fascinating though, this, this concept that movement isn't just about, um, building muscle or, or even, uh, for, from her perspective, isn't just about heart rate, but how it impacts your whole body on a cellular level. Oh, no question about it. And all of it is, you know, is increasing blood flow, is increasing the amount of oxygen being, uh, you know, being carried to all the various cells within our uh, body. Uh, all of that is affected by it. It affects blood sugar levels, the blood sugar levels that affect the way that energy is handled at the cellular level in our body. So uh, it, it affects the ability of our immune system, improves our immune system so that we're able to resist the, not just COVID-19, but all the various things that are, uh, you know, that are constantly sort of attacking uh, our system. So yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it is very much at that cellular level. That's a great perspective. Her, she also points out that, um, you know, movement, every decision we make or every choice we make about movement, um, there's a value to every movement and there, there are consequences to it as well. Something as, you know, as you were talking about using hand tools in the kitchen, in one example that I think she used in one of her podcasts was that um, even just chewing, like in our modern society, like one of the things I like to do for my breakfast is to make a smoothie and, and put things in it that add vitamins to it, like... Um, fruit or maybe some, some vegetables and things like that. And you put it in a blender and it makes it really easy to consume. Um, but she also sees great value just in, in chewing and how that even is a form of movement that, uh, sometimes in our, our convenient society, we, we want to zoom right past and just get to, well, I want to get the nutrients. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the, and the, and the chewing process, of course, Release, releases different sorts of enzymes and hormones within our salivary system and, and triggers off the GI tract to respond in all sorts of healthy ways. So yeah, I, I agree totally. 
See, now we've got me all into all excited about um, biomechanisms and and biology, and and we only have like what a, another twelve minutes here. We need to wrap up this segment. <laughs> another day, another day. <laughs> Spend time. We want to talk about how it impacts um, how how physical activity impacts our mental health, uh, our mental wellness as well. We're talking with Dr. John Eckrich, founder of Grace Place Wellness. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Mental Health Monday. Special guest, Dr. John Eckrich, founder of Grace Place Wellness Today, talking about the relationship between physical activity and mental health. Um, Dr. Eckrich, before we went to break, uh, talking about the the great benefits of physical activity and overall benefits, how they impact our body overall, particularly when it comes to mental health. Um, I, I've read articles in the past and, and seen numerous things indicating that um, physical activity, particularly exercise, like running, something that really gets your heart rate up, has um, has benefits. Could even some posing that that could even cure a mental illness, such as depression or or anxiety or something like that. Can physical activity or does physical ac- physical activity cure mental illness? Well, uh, cure. I'm not sure I would go that far, but it, it certainly is. Uh, one of the primary therapies that I think we need to, as we're holistically sort of approaching this uh, idea of mental health, that, that has to be added to it. I think most of the interesting studies in the last several years, some what we call meta-analysis, which means looking at uh, multiple studies, looking at sort of the same same topic or issue and doing a statistical analysis of it. Those have showed that uh, physical activity and exercise are probably about as good as what we would call talk therapy and as medications for the treatment of many illnesses, including depression, uh, and in combination with the sort of talk therapy and with medications where needed, exercise is critically important to add to that that sort of total mix that, to help people. So um, yes, it, it not only is it helpful preventatively uh, in terms of keeping up your spirits, keeping up your mental health, but it, it is very therapeutic and, and many studies have documented that. So what benefits does physical activity or, or movement have on things like depression or anxiety or PTSD ADHD, those, those types of, of, uh, of situations? Well, one, one interesting area that more and more is being understood has to do with all of the hormones and neurotransmitters that are released when 
we exercise and I, I could run down a whole list of them, but just a few that I think are pretty interesting, for example, is that when we, when we exercise vigorously, we have more of a neurotransmitter called oxytocin, which is released. And that is sort of the social, socially binding uh, hormone in our body that, that allows us to be sort of connected and attracted to other people. There are what we call endorphins that um, sort of make us feel better, relieve discomfort and pain, give us a very positive uh, receptive, uh, positive feeling. Uh, we know that there's serotonin released with exercise, which is definitely a mood elevating um, hormone that actually um, uh, models of that uh, are, are built into lots of the medications used in depression. And one other interesting one that I, I find most interesting is something called BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotropic factor. And BDNF actually helps our brain to grow new brain cells, to repair damaged cells, and actually to begin growth and improvement in um, brain cellular function. So from a sort of just a hormone neurotransmitter level, these are some of the great benefits to exercise. We talked also a little earlier just about the improved blood flow and the uh, to all of our cells within our body, including those that affect our mentation, uh, our cognitive abilities in, in the brain, and um, also just the, the wonderful effect on the lowering of blood sugar, which uh, we know when blood sugar gets very high, mentation is significantly affected. Uh, and so all of these things kind of work together um, to, to improve uh, depression. We see it for ADHD, the same sort of effects of getting that physical activity uh, allows people to be uh, far more calm. Uh, physical activity helps reduce stress and, and a sense of urgency and rumination that occur when we're anxious. Uh, uh, so uh, it, it affects just the whole variety of, of mental health issues. So alone, physical activity isn't some miracle cure, but it is certainly a part of um, a combination of things that are really important to our overall well-being and certainly can play a role in uh, mental health and, and well-being. Absolutely. So if you're in the middle of uh, experiencing a mental illness or disorder, something taking up something that's new, if physical activity isn't something that's part of your regular lifestyle, taking up something new could be really hard. So how do you introduce physical activity or, or start to incorporate it into your lifestyle to be a part of that, that whole picture, that whole person well-being, um, especially if motivation might be lacking or less than ideal? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I think you, you begin uh, slowly and you begin <clears throat> in small incremental steps. Uh, you, you know, just, just doing the simple things that we talked about earlier, walking, for example, is one of the really best things that you can do. And just set a, 
first of all, make sure that you're comfortable, you know, you're wearing comfortable clothing. Uh, make sure that you have checked with your doctor in terms of just physical limitations. You want to make sure that your ticker is going to be, you know, able to tolerate the exercise. And so have a, just a good sort of physical exam. And then begin again with small five to 10 minutes at a time, getting out and exercising. Um, I think one thing that is particularly helpful is to remember that this can be a good social activity, that it is wonderful to have someone to exercise with, sort of an accountability partner to encourage you uh, to help pass the time in conversation, um, all, those, all those sorts of benefits. Uh, and then to also help keep you on, on track and on target. You know, maybe, maybe a day that you're not feeling so energetic or maybe you're feeling a little hopeless or exhausted, perhaps that accountability partner, that friend can encourage and help you, uh, help you move as well. So I think uh, having that partner is a great idea. Yeah, there there have been days, several days in the last few weeks at least, and I've told my husband, if I'm really crabby, make me get up and go outside and take a walk because I will probably feel better even if I really don't want to. And it usually it usually works. Uh, there's there's so many times that uh, that just that movement and just breathing, um, breathing more intentionally can be such a huge help to to boost a uh, mental health, uh, even if you ha- don't have a, a diagnosed illness, uh, it, it just, it makes everything just feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and choose a time of day that uh, is good for you. You know, not, not all, all of us are uh, particularly excited about doing exercises at any particular time of day. So choose a good time, choose activities that you enjoy doing, uh, like I said, if you're not a weightlifter, I'm not particularly a weightlifter. I don't enjoy that, but I find other ways to kind of accomplish the same thing and try to find activities like walking or uh, biking or whatever that, that you enjoy doing. And, and the other thing you can do is actually kind of reward yourself a little bit, not with a chocolate chip cookie necessarily, <laughs> but, uh, you know, maybe take a bubble bath or, uh, you know, reward yourself with an uh, extra episode of your favorite TV show or uh, like Andy does, get yourself a smoothie or something like that. It's healthy, put a little kale in there. And uh, all of that will, uh, all of those are are ways to uh, be self-encouraging and uh, to encourage, again, you're you're going to be an accountability partner for your friend. uh, And and so you can uh, uh, encourage each other in that way. But it's a whole wheat chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> that is a reward for, for many of us. That's right. Everything in moderation. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've mentioned going outside and doing this. What is that that added factor of being outside in nature to do this physical activity? What what benefit does that have on top of, of just the movement in general? Well, I think, you know, sunshine uh, is, is an obvious, tremendous mood factor. We know that in fact, people that uh, are experiencing the winter doldrums or who are living in environments that uh, generally are cold and dreary and, you know, without sunshine can definitely have a variety of affective disorders, mental health uh, illnesses, which are really challenging. 
So I think, I think the sunshine, the vitamin D, the warmth, uh, all of that uh, is particularly beneficial. And just getting out in the fresh air, you know, where you have uh, hopefully a non-polluted source of oxygen out there is, uh, is very helpful. Um, just looking at the beauty of God's creation, the scenery, I think, has uh, not just physical, but uh, mental and emotional and even spiritual effects, certainly, uh, as, we, as we experience all these gifts that God has given us. So to recap, because we have just about uh, half a minute left mm-hmm. here, uh, to, you know, if you're, if you want, if physical activity isn't a regular part of your your lifestyle and your routine, to incorporate it into your lifestyle, start in increments. Have someone help hold you accountable for that in a loving way. Uh, I think Sarah pointed out, you know, just asking your husband. My wife is ever so gracious when those <laughs> days come that I need to go for a run, and I don't recognize it myself. She'll ever so lovingly remind me, hey, I think you have time for a run if you want to go for a run. Please get <laughs> off the couch and go ride. <laughs> well, it's not so much that I'm just sitting on the couch, but implying that maybe I need that mental break from whatever else it is that I'm doing um, and uh, to go out and just get some fresh air or a, a time to think about something different than what I'm stuck in at the moment. Um, and then um, also uh, rewarding yourself you know, one example being the, um, when you were talking about going on a walk, uh, I think it was Katie Bowman who said for some people having a destination when you're going for a walk mm-hmm. is thing. not, not just, I need to go for a walk, but having a destination. Now it might be the ice cream shop in town, but, <laughs> uh, but having, <laughs> but having a destination, or maybe it's just going to, you know, to another shop where you're not necessarily buying food, but looking at something or, or, or looking for something specific on your walk, watching for a specific bird or something like that, but um, having some sort of destination besides just um, taking a walk. Uh, with, with just a few seconds left, Dr. Eckrich, anything else to share with us today about um, uh, physical activity and mental health? Well, just remember the, remember the connection between the two, and that's the focus of our talk today. And, and they, uh, they both feed into each other and both really improve our, uh, the, joy, the joy and the abundance of our living. Dr. John Eckrich, founder of Grace Place Wellness. Thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thank you. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.